This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 73 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Angela's Travels. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. Visit them at equestriancollections.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. We'll bring you the news through hail or high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. This is Glenn the Geek. And I'm Samantha Clark, and this is the Stable Scoop Radio Show. You're not usually saying that, are you? I know, it's a bit of a shock. But... <laughs> well, welcome, Samantha, to the Stable Scoop Show. Now Thank you crossed you. over onto the other side. Uh, away <laughs> from World Equestrian Games, Samantha is my usual co-host for the World Equestrian Games, and we have a lot of fun doing the 2010 radio show together. But now we're going to be doing Stable Scoop together because Helena is out today. And I did want to say uh, that uh, Helena's been absent a couple weeks and, and, or a couple times in the last few weeks. Uh, her father was ill and uh, her father died yesterday. So we want to send out our condolences to Helena and, and to her family. Uh, they, uh, they'll be going through a tough time this week. So all our best, Helena. We hope to get her back in the next week or two. And, and, th- and th- all our best from everybody at the Horse Radio Network for Helena. Yes. And thank you, Samantha, for filling in. I appreciate it. It was kind of last minute for me getting a hold of you here. And it uh, worked out well, though, because we record the 2010 show right after this one. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure to be here. We have a good show today, too, don't we, Glenn? Yes, we do. We have with us a friend of mine from a long time ago, Angela Kelly Walkup, who is the pioneer. Really, she started new media in the horse world with Horse Girl TV, the video podcast that she does. It's a popular podcast at horsegirltv.com. And she uh, produces it twice a month, I believe, and it's a short five-minute video podcast. But she gets a great guests on there and has some great topics. And she just – but the reason we're having her on today, she's actually been on the show once or twice before for about five minutes. But today we have her on the whole show. She's our guest for the show today. She recently returned from a six-month adventure working with Anki von Grunsven, the dressage uh, – the world – famous dressage rider in the Netherlands, and she spent her time over there and tweeted from there. I think you were following her too, weren't you, Samantha? That's right, and we talked to her briefly because we had Anki on as our Chatting with the Champion series on the 2010 radio show, and um, Angela had heard about that because she obviously kept in contact with Anki, and she'd just returned then, and that's when you decided, well, we have to have Angela on the Stable Scoop show. So yeah. it's all it's a strange circle. Life goes in a circle, and here we are again. It is, and, and you know, Angela 
Angela was a lot of fun, and uh, we just want to speak to her about all the different things that she encountered in moving her horse, and and the food was different, and you know where she lived was kind of neat. So we just want to talk to her about all of that and her experiences over in the Netherlands, and you know find out is that something she would recommend uh, other young upcoming riders to do you know is it something that that you should consider if you're a you're a teenager coming up or you're a young 20s so we'll chat with her about all of those things and and what she has coming up on her show in 2010 i know she has a lot of great guests planned uh coming up coming up in 2010 as well so that should be a lot of fun But on the 2010 radio show this week, we had some great guests. Tell us about those. That's right. This week, we're going to talk to a mother and daughter combination who both have strong ties to the World Equestrian Games. Jessica Ranshausen has just been awarded a lifetime achievement. Well, actually, she's just received it, and she will be awarded it next weekend in Louisville from George Morris and Robert Dover for her contribution to the dressage um, arena. And her daughter, Missy, is a big event rider, and she will be trying to make the team this year. And we spoke to both of them. Jessica sadly spends the winters in Pennsylvania still, so she gets the raw end of the deal in the snow. And Missy is in Ocala, where it's slightly warmer than in Kentucky, but still pretty cold. And she's working the horses down there. And we had a long chat with them about what they're working towards. You know, and Missy actually is the coach, if I remember correctly, You're of right. the U.S. para dressage team. Missy is the coach of the para equestrian team for the U.S. And um, actually, her mother also trains an Irish para equestrian. So um, there's a little bit of friendly rivalry there, but mostly there. <laughs> mostly, and we talked about that as well because it's hard for mothers and daughters. Uh, Missy takes lessons still from her mother, and that's we talked a little about about that dynamic as oh, well. Geez. I tried to take lessons from my wife, riding lessons, and that was a nightmare. <laughs> Well, my daughter doesn't listen to a thing I say anymore. She's only eight. <laughs> you know, we ought to do a show on that sometime. You know, because I think that would make an interesting, funny show sometime is talking about, you know, who you can take lessons with and who you can't. And I, I just think husbands shouldn't do it, take lessons with their wives. It just doesn't work real well. It's a thin line. <laughs> and you know what? It's, it's, you know, I'm not blaming her. It's me. You know, I'm, not, I'm sure I didn't, I'm not listening like I should. And, and then you get agitated. And it's just, it's just one of those places you shouldn't go. Well, uh, those two make it work. And, and they're, they're, they have the success to prove it. That's so. true. Well, and Missy's just a lot of fun. We've had her on the show before. And she, she's just a lot of fun to talk to as well. So I've never talked to Jessica. So that'll be interesting to hear your interview there. I'm excited to hear that. And I have to mention, too, it sounds like a plug for all the other shows, but we had so many fun ones this week. On the Dressage Radio Show, I was actually on it. Can you believe that? Dressage. I, I can't believe it. What, what made you get I on the know. Dressage Radio Show, Glenn? We, we, we did a quiz. We did a quiz show like we've uh, done on the Eventing Radio Show. Quizmaster. Yes, I was the Quizmaster, and we had uh, Heather on, uh, Heather Blitz, and she had her... I believe it was her groom on with her. And then we had Debbie McDonald was her competition with a friend of hers. So it was the two teams against each other. And I had, they were a riot. Heather just cracked me up and her groom was very funny too. So it was one of the, it was a very fun show. And you know, me and dressage don't always get along, but it was good. We had a great time. And now, now the rivalry has come and the thoughts come to us that we should have the winners from the dressage quiz show against the winners from the eventing quiz show. Ah. So wouldn't that be, that would be fun. Talk about rivalry. Talk about, I know, and everyone's so competitive on these shows. I know, and it's true, it was last night too. So that that's on the Dressage Radio Show this week at dressageradio.com. We just have so much fun stuff going on. 
And then we have some a lot of really cool stuff planned for the Stable Scoop show this year in 2010. We'll, of course, be doing more breed discipline shows. Uh, so we'll be doing more certain breeds are coming up. I know we have a show in February coming up on Shetlands and Minis. So we'll be talking to the Shetland and Mini people, learning all about Shetlands and Minis, and we'll be having a couple of their top competitors on. And then also we we have a bunch of different breeds this year that we're taking a look at, as well as different topics. You know, we always kind kind of find find the weird ones and and the strange ones and sometimes normal ones. But uh, in two weeks, I know that we have, it looks like we're going to get, um, I'm thinking here, I'm trying to... Uh, I love the Stable Scoop show. When I told my daughter last night that I was filling in today, she was like, Mommy, I love the Stable Scoop show. You should swap for good. (laughs) (laughs) She listens to it? Well, that's cool. I know. It's kind of nice to know that somebody loves us. I know. Well, then when I told her, when I told her that I was doing the 2010 show a little while back, she's like, who listens to that? Boring. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so newsy and just just kind of boring. You know, that kind of, no, That's it's what not she boring. Thinks. We have fun doing that show. We get to talk to some really cool people on that show. We but you know, I can see where a kid would like Stable Scoop better. It's mostly just us goofing around. I think she likes the theme song best. Oh, that's true. You know, we do have a cool theme song. That is true. You know, I've had a lot of people recently complain about the theme song, uh, that it's too long. So, oh. And it is kind of long for, you know, as our theme songs go. Um, so it is it's a little bit longer. But I wanted to mention that in two weeks we have Lynn Palm coming on with us. And, of course, we got to meet Lynn when we were in Florida uh, a couple weeks ago. So Lynn will be on to chat. You know, we had Monty Roberts here, what, a, three or four weeks ago. And so, you're going to get Kai Warburg on as well on the 2010 radio show, aren't you? Yes, you we are. Me that. Yes, Kai is going to be joining us on the 2010 radio show. Of course, he's the uh, gold medal uh, vaulter from Germany. Yes. From Germany. Very popular with all the women and the men. <laughs> Am yeah, I allowed to say that? <laughs> there are some stories that we won't go into from Kai um, down in uh, Florida. But, but no, the women do love Kai. They definitely uh, are... They definitely are attracted. Let's put it that way. He's on Facebook, too. You can check him out on Facebook, Kai Vorberg. And there's videos of him on YouTube, too, faulting. He's a nice guy. I got to spend about 20 minutes with him, and we just chatted, and he is a nice guy. Although he knows he's a world champion. That's for sure. He, he, he does know that. But he's been a world champion for a long time, so <laughs> and very good at what he does. Well, next up, we're going to bring on our guest, Angela Kelly Walkup. She is, as I mentioned before, Horse Girl TV. She is the star of that show, and she actually does a lot of the technical stuff herself. She's actually more of a geek probably than I am. I, I should call her it Angela the Geek. can't be true. <laughs> we should call her Angela the Geek and see what she says. But she is very proud of her geekiness, and she was a geek uh, first, really, in the new media space in the horse world. She was doing this show before people even knew what podcasts were or how to watch videos, even before YouTube was really popular. So she's done a great job with it, and she's, she has quite a following. And let's get her on here. Let's say hi to Angela. Well, hi, Angela, and welcome to the Stable Scoop Show. Hi, thank you guys for having me on. 
It's a lot of fun. We've been looking for, you know, we've had you on the show a couple times before, but it's only been for five minutes at a time, really, to talk about, you know, one of your segments or one of your shows that you had. And we've never really had you on to really talk about you and, and, and your travels. And, of course, you had some travels this past year. A little bit. So we're going to talk about that, but and also a little bit about your past and what you have coming up on the show. You actually won an award last year, which we did mention on the show before. Tell, tell everybody what that was in case they didn't hear um, it was the United States Equestrian Federation Best Broadcast Media. They do Pegasus Awards every year, and we were nominated for that for our Inside Stupid North America episode. Uh-huh. And we actually won, and it was very fun and ironic that I the plane was late, and it was for the luncheon, and they were giving it away. And I come in, and I'm still trying to get the footage of it because I heard they recorded it, that David O'Connor saying, well, you know, Angela couldn't be here today. I think she had some travel difficulties, and I'm yelling from the back, no, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> People turn around, and I'm like, oh, man, I just yelled it. The governing body president, David O'Connor. So, I got to receive the award in person, but it was a little bit embarrassing, but I think fairly apropos. Isn't that, yeah, I was going to say, isn't that perfect? <laughs> like, what better entrance? Like, people will remember that for at least, you know, a year. Well, yeah, the, and we should say that half. next week, uh, you're, you're, you will not be the reigning holder of that anymore. There'll be a new one announced. No, and we didn't get any nominations because I was away and... Um, Everything I don't think that we've either, for that matter. No, so I don't know who's going to win this year because we didn't even put in. There were no nominations that I know of submitted for the show, so we're not in the running this year, sadly, because but, of flying around and everything. But we can vote for you for the is it the Streamy Awards? Oh my gosh, yes! And please do every day until January fifteenth. This is like the opportunity for the horse world to break into the real world and the red carpet in L.A. and all that sort of thing. So that's like the Emmys or the Oscars for um, web TV. Yeah. Well, you know, so. you did have somebody in the horse world beat you, you know, to the to the actual Oscars. Who? Um, oh, Darlie um, Newman. Darlie Newman from Equitrekking. Yeah. Equitrekking. That's a really cool show. It and is. She looks like she has a blast. She man. does. We've had her on the show a couple times. She spent an hour with us. The one, and she was a lot of fun. We just had a blast talking to her. Yeah, uh, and she, you know, she has she does one cameraman and one producer. Wow! And and she won it for a single camera shoot. That's what she won the Oscar for. It was the daytime Emmys, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, Oscar. Daytime Emmys. Getting a yeah, little sorry bit about that. I'm getting my stuff. awards mixed up. Uh, oh. It was a daytime Emmy. Thank you. It probably Angela. felt like an Oscar. <laughs> I'm sure Good. it did. She was on the red carpet. And- I don't know. The Pegasus Award to me felt like an Oscar. <laughs> sure. And I could see you running up the red carpet. I'm here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. With my knit cap still on and my gloves and my big, thick, fluffy. Oh, the, the jacket that you got me years ago. That big, fluffy oh, really? Harry Hall jacket. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> years ago, I, I was running up and David saying, oh, and today Angela will be modeling our winter apparel. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, Lord, in, in this room of all these professional quote-unquote news media people dressed to the nines with their suits going, why dresses. did she win this award you're <laughs> <laughs> like who is this girl where did she come from and why is she here <laughs> well you represent new media very well and we appreciate that Aww, yes we do last night was the perfect excuse i was so happy when glenn asked me to fill in because i got to sit down and watch um lots of your your old ep- your webisodes they're called yes, yes and it was fascinating it was also interesting to see how they've evolved over time 
have right. it. Yeah, the it's not what I thought it would be before we sat down to actually produce the first one, but I'm really happy with how it's sort of organically so what, grown on its own. What did you have in, in mind? And, and that happens, by the way. That's happened with every show we do. It, you know, we start um, – it's Stable Scoop. It's happened. We started out – Wanting to be a serious show, and then we found out we laughed too much for that. So, you know, it's just become this sort of comedy show that we do about horses. But what what did you have in mind before you started it? Well, I really just wanted to, um, how do you say it? I wanted to sort of revolutionize the horse world because a lot of the video production in the horse world up until that point and still a little bit today is rather like watching paint dry. (laughs) And if you've gone to a dressage show and you don't know anything about dressage and you watch six or seven training level, first level, even Grand Prix, um, you're kind of like, wow, this is all the same and it's really boring. And it's so like one, one lock shot for 15 minutes of a guy talking about how to put a halter on a horse. And I thought, Lord, you know, we need to revolutionize it a little bit, put, you know, make it Bring the horse world more to the MTV generation um, with multiple cameras, faster cuts, things that are going to entertain not only horse people that are really interested about this special halter that you can talk about for 15 minutes, but someone that's from the general mainstream that would watch it and go, oh, that's kind of cool editing, but not realize that that's what they're thinking and watch it for a little bit. And maybe they get through with the whole eight minutes and they're like, oh, well, I, I kind of learned something about the horse world and didn't know I was even interested in it. So to try to expand the demographic that we have really is where it was started. And you do eight minutes. Is that, the, is that your typical? We started out, the format we started out with was seven to ten. And we found that about five minutes is ideal. And now what I do, and we started out also more scripted with like very specific questions and very specific pre-production work. And being that it's just sort of kind of grown organically, like I said, is that there's less um, systematic questions, there's less pre-production work, and the whole segment itself has become more organic. Like when I interviewed Anki, um, I set up the cameras. Um, She, you know, she's always running late, as you guys know. Um, (laughs) She's always running late. They're like, okay, you know, she texts me. She's like, I'll be there in five minutes. And then 15 minutes later, she's like, I'll be there in five minutes. I'm like, okay. So she comes out. I slate the camera, and we just started talking. And I think the whole thing ran for like five minutes, and I'm probably going to do very little editing on it because it was a very ebb and flow kind of back and forth thing that the show's sort of just, you know, become. And I don't know if that's because I'm more comfortable with it or the questions are kind of no-brainers these days or what. I think maybe a bit of both. And it's become a little bit more slick, and it's certainly dynamic, which is (laughs) unusual, like you say, for the horse world. Do you worry that people are beginning to copy you, that they've seen what success you've had and they're beginning to sort of imitate you somewhat? There's quite a few out there, and that's kind of flattering to me, you know? It's actually really neat. Like I see somebody, I see a new thing out, and so I go and check it out. I'm like, oh, that kind of looks like my intro. Oh, they have even some of the same sponsors that I have. <laughs> wow, right on. Well, you so know, it's cool. yeah, I think you're taking a look at it right. Uh, you know, we used to say when I was in sales, we used to say one insurance agent in town goes broke, two in town they both make money. And I think that's true in – especially you talk about sponsors, and you know we both are always looking for sponsors. It's easier to find sponsors if they understand what you do. And yeah. part of understanding what you do is being more than you out there. You know, right. Um, right. And if you're the leader, which you are, you started this first. You were, you were around long before the Horse Radio Network was around. Now, I knew you from back 
years ago. And you, you, you know, you're the leader in this and you'll stay the leader. You only one can be first. Well, as more of them, as more of the shows come about, it's always, you know, I, I go and I, I do watch them, you know, because it's really interesting to see other people's takes on their introductions and who they interview and how they interview them. And I always go, okay, well, you know, when there's more and more people, it just means we have to be better and better. So, you know, it's it's kind of like a driving force to keep things going up and up and up and not just stagnating with, you know, similar content, boring stuff. You know, there's always room for new things. So I like competition. It's fun. I was surprised when we spoke to you. The first time I spoke to you was when we were waiting to interview Anki. And like you said, she was running late. <laughs> and I was surprised to hear that you'd actually gone over to Holland and spent six months because your programs are so professional that I just assumed that that was all you did. And to hear that you'd spent six months in Holland training with your horse, I was um, I was actually pleased and thrilled and surprised that, that you could do that. Well, um, we did get a lot of um, stuff in the can, so to speak, before I left. I wasn't gone for six months. I was gone for several months, enough to have complete brain overload with everything I learned there, <laughs> but, uh, you know, in and out, living it six days a week, sometimes seven. Um, but did you, um, did you do, did you go, now, we should cl- clarify with everybody, you went over and you spent uh, several months with uh, Anki Van Grinsven, the obviously world uh, champion dressage rider who's yes. re- really owned the sport for the last 10 years. Uh, yeah. You know, w- when you did that, is it because you have the dream to be the Grand Prix rider or were you doing it for the experience of doing it? I think a little bit of both. I think um, being an American, it's hard to say, oh, I want to be a Grand Prix Olympian. Oh, it's very easy to say. I should, it should, should preface to say that again. It's very easy to say, but in terms of what it takes to be an American and make it on an American Olympic team is a whole other thing. Right. I want to be as good as I can be. And I wanted to, as um, Tiffany Tyler said in our very first, our pilot episode is, if you want to be the best, you should train with the best. So that's sort of where I was also thinking. Um, I want to be the best that Angela Walkup can be. So why not seek the opportunity to train with the best um so what do you do? just call anki and say i'm coming over i mean is it that easy to get in or is there like a application um, process here or what well for me it sort of um i knew or was um uh, sort of a colleague with one of their um one of their employees and we were talking and talking about editing and production and I'd been gosh talking to chef about um, video production for the last two years and so that conversation just sort of led into a conversation about actually training and I thought oh yeah you have to have like some you know fancy schmancy Grand Prix horse in order to train with them and that the like I said the conversation just grew from just talking about web tv stuff to actually training and I said you know well I want to come over and train. What do I have to do? And they're like, oh, that's really easy. You just fly your horse over and you pay us and we'll teach you. And that was very much no brainer. Like they're, I think they're all a lot more approachable than the people in the media might have portrayed them to be. 
oh. there. I mean, you guys talked with them. She's like totally down earth. Yeah, she I mean. speaks her mind. <laughs> and if, if I said, Hey, Anki, I want to, I want to come train with you. And she didn't want to train me. She'd just go, Nope, I don't have space in my stable right now. I mean, so, we were surprised by how lighthearted and, and fun she was, I think. Yeah, they're, they're totally, they're, um, I think they're totally approachable folks. And I think that's just like that they might not be approachable or they might be hard to interact with. Um, you know, Isabel has like that, that same, res- uh, Isabel Worth has that same reputation, yet Chris spent, what, 40 minutes with her on the dressage show. And it was, it was you, you know, you went away from that really liking her, you know? It's See, like- and I've, I've heard that about her as well. I've heard, oh, yeah, she's really unapproachable. And then people that have actually, that I know that have actually talked to her said that same thing. Oh, my God, she was just so so wonderful to speak with and really welcoming and really down to earth. Right. I mean, so. she was nine months pregnant at the time, so that could have had something to do with <laughs> <laughs> So what level is your horse, Angela? Um, I have um, one baby right now that I'm probably going to get on for the first time on Saturday. Um, which should be interesting. I'm glad we're doing the phone call. Yeah, now. I was going to say, I'm glad I got you this week. <laughs> Might not be able to talk next week. Who knows? Um, he's pretty cute. And then I have a mare that's kind of schooling the pre St. George stuff. But since I've been back, I really, when I was over there, I, I focused on walk, chalk, canner and going straight and going straight on the circles. And a lot of the stuff that training level folks, you know, spend a lifetime that you can spend a lifetime doing. So actually, since she's been back, I really just been doing all the basics. Um, I actually haven't, have I? I actually haven't schooled any of the, you know, the movements, because if you've got a good solid walk, chalk, canner that's light and up and forward, you know, then the tricks will just happen. So she's she's but she's schooling pre Saint George to answer your question in short, um, and then the other guy I don't think he he knows his his head from the hole in the wall right now. He's just <laughs> we'll see we'll see how straight he can go when I get on this weekend when my husband's present. So in case I come off, I do have someone to call nine one one. But you took your mare with you to Holland. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So what was that? Was that your first time traveling internationally with a horse? And, and yes, it was a blast. We, I think our February 1st episode is going to be about flying horses, just like the basic conversation mm-hmm. with the agent that I worked with. And it was so easy. I thought it was going to be this you know, huge, complicated thing. Basically, you do the paperwork, you get your horse to JFK, and you fly over. And yeah, and I, you take off and land with the horse. But, um, you stand up with the horse in the container when you're taking off and landing. That was really interesting and so much more enjoyable than actually sitting in a seat in the cabin of the plane, I thought. So, but it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. So we're going to hear about your adventures in the Netherlands here right after we do this commercial break. And actually, it's for somebody that you know very well, and that's Equestrian Collections. Yay! Hey, Chris! <laughs> <laughs> we all know Chris at Equestrian Collections. She's been a huge supporter of new media. Uh, yourself, too, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we wanted to say Equestrian Collections, you know, it is freezing in the United States right now, all over the country, from Florida to Maine. We're having temperatures here in Kentucky like we've never seen before. I think the high today is getting up to 14 and snowing. Oh, it's and it's brutal. been that way for weeks. And it's supposed to be that way for a couple more weeks. And, you know, she has a ton of blankets left. She has over 20 different name brands of blankets and sheets and, and anything you want over there. And as Angela will attest to, 
Chris at Equestrian Collections has everything you'll need for yourself for winter, for your horse, for your kids, for your husband. She carries a lot of your stuff. Labradors. Your Labradors, <laughs> that's right. Which what kind of dogs do you have, Angela? I have a Weimariner and a Mini Dachshund. There's a combination. <laughs> yeah, and the mini dachshund's paralyzed, so he's in a wheelchair. Oh, that's right. So, I've seen yeah. pictures of your mini dachshund. What's the so name? They, they do have they do have paralyzed friendly apparel at Equestrian Collection. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you can put the blanket over the wheelchair. Oh, there you go. I did see pictures on your blog. I think of that. Yeah. So uh, you just stop on over to EquestrianCollections.com and also check her out on Facebook. Uh, the Equestrian Collections has one of the most active fan pages on Facebook, and we are contributors to her fan page as well as you, if I remember correctly, Angela. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I love. I follow them on Twitter as well. Can you believe what kind of following she has and the conversations that go on there? I want to know how she gets that many people. My goodness, they're followed by an incredible amount of folks. It's almost 14,000 now, and it's one of the highest in the horse world. She Mm -hmm. has as many as the World Equestrian Games. Wow. And there's better conversations going on in hers than there is the World Equestrian Games. So she has done it right, and we congratulate her for that, and we're proud to have her as a sponsor of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. So next time you place an order over there, in the in the comments line of the order form, just put that you heard about Equestrian Collections here on the Stable Scoop Radio Show at the Horse Radio Network. Well, Angela, so you went... What was the experience like in the Netherlands? Tell us a little bit about what your training day was like with Anki. And then also we want to talk to you about the food and where you lived and, and just the, the experience you had. Glenn always wants to know about I want food. to know about the food every time. <laughs> oh, lots and lots and lots of Dutch fries and mayonnaise. <laughs> Did they lots get the mayonnaise and, and the Dutch fries? Oh, it's so good. And it's the mayonnaise is sweeter there than it is here. And the kipsate, if you ever get over there, you got to have the kipsate just about anywhere, actually. What's that now? It's uh, like a peanut sauce with chicken and rice, and it's really good. Now, are they into, like, the Germans, all the sausages and all of that stuff? I saw a lot of, like, Livenwurst and some other, you know, pâtés and such. And I did see sausage, but not as much. I did go over to Germany, and I did go to Belgium just sort of for holiday things while I was there. Um, but not as much as I saw um, in Germany. You know, I know we ate at, uh, at the German restaurant down there at Epcot the one year we were down there. Mm-hmm. And we felt like lead weights for about three days. <laughs> we really regretted eating there. Yeah, I don't know how the German people say skinny. <laughs> Really, between the beer and the sausage, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, you, you, what was your day like working working at her at Anki's barn? Well, depending upon what time my lesson was, and it was really interesting. All the lessons were group lessons, um, so some days I'd show up, and Hans Peter would be. You know, you know, in the lesson with me or, um, you know, Joyce Lenart's like all these big top Dutch writers. And I'm, you know, more terrified of staying out of their way as they're practicing their pee off and passage with monkey <laughs> yelling at them in Dutch, you know. Um, but it, I fast got accustomed to that. So I get up, find out what time my lesson was for the day and then work my horse girl TV schedule around that. So morning lessons, you know, I go straight in and then do horse girl TV in the PM. Um, but you know, my horse was, it was full training, which um, essentially was your stall, and you did have the ability to use the turnouts, and um, they were nice, they were 
in the process, actually, there was, I think, at most point, there were three huge cranes moving roofing and glass and stuff everywhere all over the property. So if you go to, if you went there, when I was there, your horse would be completely bomb proof for a horse show ever, <laughs> no matter what. Because there's jets taking off and you can barely hear yourself think as they're taking off like right over their property because oh, really? they're near they're near an air force base. So it's it's oh they um, got military jets taking off. They have like the F whatever sixteens, you know, like the Top Gun jets and stuff. So it's very much organized chaos with all the noises and stuff that was going on, and definitely, you know, the horses were seriously bomb proof now. But you know, you do your lesson, and lessons last as long as um, as long as you need work. They don't. None of them went excessively long. You know, beyond a regular like forty-five minute lesson. But what was different when I trained there than with anyone else is you do work, and you are in a public forum. You know, of a group lesson. That's. I didn't see any private lessons um, with Anki while I was there. Although I'm sure that might happen. Um, is, Can you imagine what that one costs? Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with my full training. <laughs> um, what were you surprised at with her? Was there something that you were surprised at with her training? Or, you know, was, was there something you walked away with and said, ooh, that was different than I thought it would be? Yeah, I mean, the the I think, and it's it's going to sound so silly, but the biggest thing that I left there with that I think is the greatest tool I've added to my toolbox with all the different great people I've been fortunate enough to train with is speed control. And I think that, in a way, not to let any cats out of the bag, um, is sort of one of the founding things of their training system is, you know, you... You, you were going in a trot and you say, this is the speed of the trot we're going at. You soften your hands and the horse remains at that gate. If the horse slows down, you ask, you tap with your leg to get him to back to that gate. If he speeds up, you slow him back down until he realizes I'm going to be put at this tempo. And this is where I stay until you tell me otherwise. And it was the biggest epiphany when I finally realized that that's what speed control meant. You know, she's 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 running through your hands or she's behind your leg. Well, all those things you hear all the time. But and again, it, it probably sounds silly, but that was the hugest thing is is speed control. And that was actually the thing when I left. I walked out to the arena to say goodbye before um, I left my last day with my boot in hand so she could sign it. And um, she said, you just work. You just work on your speed control. <laughs> like, okay, Anki, thank you. <laughs> so you've had a cruise control now installed on the horse. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's ever going. It's an ever ever evolving process. Just you know, the finite thing of you know, like they say, oh, how can this to- totalist or whatever horse have such amazing gait? I think that horse just has like speed control out the wazoo or something is what it is. You know, in between like, the gates. In between the gates, yeah, yeah, and that like Edward can set that horse because I'm I'm guessing here. This is I don't know for a fact. I'm guessing that that he works in a very similar system that she does, and that I personally think the the speed control is a big component of that. From what I took away, did you get to watch a lot? I mean, in between um, doing the horse girl TV and and riding with all these amazing people, did you get to watch Anki a lot and watch other people and and learn? Oh from yeah. That? Oh, yeah. That was really cool to watch her ride different horses and to watch how, you know, her day started with riding her horses and nothing was going to stop that. 
And so it was really interesting. And, and I asked the first couple of times, I said, you know, is it all right if I, if I watch you ride? And she was like, yeah, sure. You know, like, <laughs> like, are you yeah. crazy? Yeah, you can. I don't care. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to be respectful. And, and a lot I have of thousands people, of people watch me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to, because there wasn't anyone else out there. I didn't want to invade on her private time with right. her horse if it was a private situation. So I asked and she was like, yeah, sure. I don't care. And, um, just watching her ride, it was really interesting um, how they apply what they teach, or as what, best as my non-Olympic eye could see. <laughs> I guess. What about your living situation? Where were you living? Um, I um, rented an apartment um, nearby, but now actually, I wish I'd waited um, until now. I think the apartments might be finished. They're building because they redid their indoor, and they built four apartments that guests can training guests can hire while they're training there. So essentially, you wouldn't need to hire a car. You could just show up. I mean, you might want to, you know, to leave um, to go to town or market or something, but. You know, total immersion. Um, total immersion. So you, you, you wake up on one side of the arena, go around, take care of your horse, and then you want to come back for lunch. You just walk around. The other It's basically like you're walking a little bit more than 20 meters across to go to the – and they're, they're quite small apartments, but they, they looked like they were going to be quite nice. So what was so, the thing about the Netherlands that uh, you took away? What would you take away from the Netherlands? The people are really happy, and the people are really accepting of you don't you don't get any funny looks if you go into a store wearing your breeches um you know which some people here might have never seen breeches before, so they're like, "What in the world is that type of fashion statement is that person making yeah, exactly <laughs> so the the people were really the people seemed really happy and really welcoming and um just very accepting of all other kinds of, of cultures and other people. And, you know, every time I'd start talking to someone, they, you know, they'd start in Dutch and I'd apologize. Like, I'm really sorry. I know very little Dutch. You know, I could say thank you, make an order and very simple things. But, oh, yeah, okay, we speak English. This is great. No problem. We speak English. is fine. <laughs> you know, so. You know, it's interesting, Samantha. Remember we talked to Anki on the 2010 show about what a, how things are different over there as far as the horse world is concerned and what a celebrity she is. And did you find that, that the horse people over there like Anki are, are really celebrities in their country, much more than here? Oh, for sure. Um, definitely. I I went to a couple of reining competitions with Anki, and then I also went to um, – a couple of autograph signing things where she did openings for retail stores and things like that. <laughs> and that was really interesting in itself. Cause you know, she comes in, they sit down, they chat and then they bring her in and there is a mob of children and adults waiting to get signatures from her. And so that's just really cool. Like these kids adore her and she's totally cool with the kids, you know, like she's our, our Debbie McDonald, you know, Debbie is just so welcoming and we'll talk to anyone and we'll sign autographs and she just smiles and she's all about promoting the sport. And I think Anki's there, there, Debbie is these kids just love and adore her. And she is a celebrity, unlike it is here in the States. You know, if you're in the horse world and you know, the horse celebrities, that's one thing, but she's like a Neil Armstrong, sorry, wow. not Neil Armstrong, the Lance Armstrong, right? you know, or, um, 
you know, I don't know a lot of top sports guys. I don't know, like Steve Young. He probably doesn't play football anymore, but you know, she's like one of. One of <laughs> are you a one, true horse girl or what? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm thinking. Okay, what are the sports? That I know? Just wow. to get just to get an idea, roughly how how many horses in the barn, and is there a set day off every day where it's quiet or? Um, I think a lot of people take off on Sundays, although I did have lessons on Saturday and Sunday. If she was going to be away, then she moved her schedule around, you know, like, okay, I can't teach you on Thursday, Friday because I'm doing X, Y, Z. Um, but I'm back on Saturday. I can teach you at X time. Yeah. Okay. But I think Sundays was a quieter day there um, because you have the tack factory folks, the folks that run the Anki Technical um, casuals. They also work on site as well. In Ed- so is that done right at uh, her place? Yeah. And now that they've moved, while I was there, they had them all in a trailer um, because they were building the front face to the indoor. And now I understand, I think last week um, I heard that they all moved into the front of the arena so now they have a view of the indoor and so they're right there so so there's a lot of traffic that way and then when i was there there was more traffic probably than ever because there was three or four different contracting crews there building the indoor building the front of the building and all of that sort of thing so there was a lot of folks there during the week so now would you recommend you know we have we we a lot of times hear from teenagers that are coming up and uh, young 20-year-olds who are really wanting to become a professional rider, is this something that you would recommend them, not necessarily Anki specifically, but that they go overseas, especially dressage riders, and they get that experience of training with, with, with really the top in the world? I think yes is the short answer. <laughs> yes, uh, if um, they really aspire, or even if they don't, even though they, sh- they just want to be the best that they can be, they can figure out a way to go over, even if it's just as a working student where you ride the horses that are there, if you can figure out how to get sponsorship to get your horse there, whatever way you can to get over there just for the cultural immersion, not to mention to maybe more well-round you as a rider, um, riding with true international riders. Cause you see things over there. There's a horse show every weekend. Um, and they do them at night too there, which is just fabulous. You could work all day, throw your horse in the box and go to a show that evening. If you wanted to just the, the sheer, magnitude of the horse world over there i think is something an aspiring young rider or potential professional should definitely see cool and you said that you were working on horse girl tv while you're over there and that the february the first one will be your traveling one on the plane and then you you did an interview with anki what are, what other stuff have you got coming up um, I did a lot of stuff. Um, they they have a reality series that they wanted me to shoot segments for while I was there um, for Chef for their Horses um, online community. And so there's a lot of those segments that will be cross platform with Horse Girl TV that they're that they're releasing where it's just kind of fun stuff asking you know how do you wrap Anki's top competition horses or tell us about the indoor and what you guys are doing and it's just simple like one minute and under things that we'll incorporate into the Horse Girl Mail Minute which is launched on the 15th and the 22nd of every month now and um, I have I have some interviews with some other um, top riders as well. 
But I'm also, now that we're back, I really have gotten into the whole nutrition aspect and studied quite a bit while I was over there about just general horse nutrition. So I want to put together a series um, on horse nutrition, you know, things that are equines as athletes sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So horse nutrition, I want to do a series with that and working to put together vets and um, actually... um, it's Jeff Tucker, I believe. Um, oh, we spoke yes. with him. Dr. And Tucker. I think, yes, and I think he's going to be willing to come out to the to our stable here and um, talk about you know equine dentistry and his horsemanship around that. And then in another part of that, um, footing, focusing on footing. Dr. So. Tucker has actually been on this show and also is uh, a regular contributor to uh, Horse Tip Daily. So oh, cool. Okay. He provides dentistry tips on there, and we got to spend the weekend with him when we were down at the Succeed Florida event. So okay. he's a cool guy. You're going to like Dr. Tucker. He's the only one that I know about that podcasts while driving down the road with his Mac on the uh, dashboard. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, not he actually not records to be recommended. <laughs> yeah, he actually records the show that way. You see the cars driving by. Wow. Yeah, he, he has us both beat there. <laughs> well, I met him, I guess I met him through Twitter. He started following me on Twitter. Yep. And then I followed back, and he has some really interesting posts, and I liked a lot of his philosophies. And I just um, direct messaged him one day and said, hey, you know, I'd love to talk to you about um, about what you do. And so we chatted, and he's like, okay, I'm going to be in North Carolina tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, well, wait, 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 wait. This requires a little bit more than <laughs> right, exactly. you're just showing up. We have to do a little pre-production on organization and, you know. So we're probably going to do that shoot in the springtime, I think. Yeah, he's a good guy. You're going to like him. Cool. Cool. Well, Angela, this has been a, a treat. We should say that your most recent episode up now, as of January 1st, you you, you had a little interview there. Just a little one. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Georgina Bloomberg was your guest. Of course, uh, she's she's got a busy life going right now between uh, showing and school and all of that. So it, it was interesting. And it, for anybody who doesn't know, she is the uh, mayor of New York's daughter. Yeah. Uh, so she... Uh, she, and also she, a successful she, show jumper. Yeah, and a successful show jumper. Very successful show jumper. You know, Ivy League school kid, and also runs the Writers Closet, which is like a rehab or not rehab, but um, refurbished equestrian apparel. You know that they can kind of sell. Like if you're a kid that mom and dad can't afford, you know, three four hundred dollar breeches, you might be able to get them through this place a lot cheaper because someone else has outgrown them or something. So she, she has a really neat charity. She was just totally down to earth and a really cool kid. Yeah. I got that impression when we watched the interview, it just seemed like she was really just cool about it. She was just, yeah, she was totally down to earth. And, um, I'm bummed that I had forgotten to ask her about the writer's closet in there because it is actually a really, really cool um, website. Well, yours is, too, and they can find that at horsegirltv.com, spelled just like it sounds. <laughs> you, know, you have to say that nowadays. I know. All the different websites there are out there. We encourage everybody to stop by. We love Angela, and we, we, we've been following – I've been following you personally, well, you know, since day one. So. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we're happy to, to help you out here, and we hope to have you back again this year sometime. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. It's really cool. It's it's, it's unusual to be on the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You had to answer the questions. <laughs> and this show's a little different than doing yours because yours is eight minutes. We we go for an hour. So, And believe it or not, you just talked for an hour. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. I know. It's hard to believe. But we appreciate you being on, and we'll we'll have you on again soon. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
Thank you very much, Angela. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was great to talk to Angela. She is just so much fun, isn't she? She is. What a smart girl, too. She is very smart. She's a very bright geek. She knows her way around the Internet. She knows her way around new media. She edits many of, you know, she was being a little bit humble. She edits. She does the camera work. She does everything. She just knows how to do it. She built her website. Um, you know, she knows how to do this stuff. She's, she's, a, she's a bright one. And a text just came up on my screen saying, just finished an interview with Glenn and Samantha on the Stable Scoop show. Too fun. <laughs> on Twitter? On Twitter. <laughs> and she was actually a little bit nervous. We're going to let the cat out of the bag here a little bit, Angela. She was actually a little bit nervous. Can you believe that? She does video, for gosh sake. She's been doing it for years. She does video, and she's very composed and very cool as a cucumber. And, and she she was nervous, and she was great, I thought. Yeah, she was Very fantastic. interesting. It was fascinating to learn about her time in Holland. Fascinating to hear about all the exciting things that are coming up on, on the webisodes. Yes, it was, and we want you to stop over to horsegirltv.com and follow her as well. And hopefully we're going to try and actually get uh, her latest uh, video up on our site, on our, on our show notes for this episode, so you can watch the latest video with the show jumper. Georgina Bloomberg. There and also go. check out The Rider's Closet. That's an interesting website that she was telling us about. Cool. And we'll put that in the show notes as well, The Rider's Closet. All right. Sounds good, Samantha. Well, you know, we're going to be back again next week. Hopefully, Helena will be back to join us. If not, we're going to have a good show. Anyway, planned for you. And then in a couple of weeks, we have, we have, we just have all kinds of cool stuff going on. I don't want to give it all away, but, you know, every week's an adventure here on the Stable Scoop Radio Show. You can follow our show notes at stablescoop.com, and we also like your feedback. We've been getting lots more emails now, and we encourage you to send those through our website. Just go to stablescoop.com and click the contact link at the top of the page. And you can follow, you can, you can contact either Samantha or I that way. Well, and I thank you very much for filling in at the last minute. It, it, I truly appreciate it. It was all, all my pleasure, absolutely my pleasure. All right, and we'll be back again next week here on the Stable Scoop Radio Show, hopefully with Helena, and we will be back with the scoop. Scoop.